Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Friday morning. Stop us if you've heard this, but it is hot. It is a record-setting summer, and the heat is on again today. It's July 7th. This is today. Not cool. Coast to coast, millions sweating out a record-setting heat wave. Temperatures expected to soar into the triple digits in some areas again. And it comes amid another busy and frustrating day for travelers. We're live with the forecast and whether there's any relief in sight. Tragic loss. Two firefighters killed battling flames on a cargo ship off the coast of New Jersey. Are you going to evacuate yourself immediately? What we're learning about that fire and the investigation into what went wrong. White House mystery. New details about the investigation into the cocaine discovered inside the West Wing. Exactly where it was found, who had access, and why we may never know how it got there. Billionaire battle. Twitter CEO Elon Musk threatening to sue Mark Zuckerberg over the new app Threads. We have seen signs of this tension brewing uh, before, but it's taken to a new level now. Inside the simmering social media showdown and the major questions some Threads users are raising about the app that's become popular fast. Those stories plus warning signs. I've broken some rules to make this. New scrutiny of the Doom Titan sub as investigators try to piece together exactly what went wrong and the company behind it making a major announcement. We're live with all the new developments. And dreaming big. Lottery fever spreading with not one, but two soaring jackpots. What you need to know about the chances of having a life-changing weekend. Today, Friday, July 7th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And a good morning to you. Welcome to today. Thanks so much for joining us on this Friday morning. Friday. We made it to the end of another week. Savannah and Hoda off this week. Chanel in a little bit early. Good morning. Your life could change this weekend. Listen, you know, it's Al Roker's not here this week. Yeah. And normally Al buys and then we all kind of chip in. Yeah. So I don't know what to do with myself now. I have to go out and buy one for myself. Mega millions at 427. <laughs> Powerball jackpots at 590 million. So we're going to have much more on that uh, that lottery. There you go. Good luck. Just, just a few minutes. We are once again, though, going to start with that extreme heat across the country. Several areas expecting another day of record highs. But, folks, there is some relief in sight. Meantime, air quality continues to be an issue. But some good news. That haze, in part from those Canadian wildfires, as well as typical summer, easing up a bit today. In fact, here's a live look at Philadelphia. That city expecting moderate air quality this morning. It all comes amid mounting travel concerns. It is still a holiday week after all. Travelers can expect more flight delays and, of course, that summer Friday getaway traffic. Fear not. We've got it all covered for you on a Friday morning, including Dylan's forecast in just a moment. But 
We start things off with Emily Akata. She's reporting roadside from New Jersey. How's the traffic so far, Emily? Hey there, guys. Good morning. Good to be with you. You can see behind me the traffic is moving smoothly at this early hour, even as so many people will begin returning home from their July 4th holiday. We know 43 million got behind the wheel during this holiday week, all while the sweltering heat continues to hover over parts of the country. You can already feel at this early hour the humidity in the air. Some northeast cities are bracing for temperatures up to 13 degrees above average for this time of year, adding to a week of weather woes. This morning, the summer scorch continues. We are just breaking records left and right here. The high temp so far possibly responsible for at least three deaths this week and dangerous for those braving the heat. Border Patrol overnight releasing this video showing a rescue of two hikers in Arizona suffering from heat stress several days ago. He's unresponsive. It's going to be two patients. Oppressive temps beginning to ease in the Northeast after record-setting heat baked residents in New York. It is crazy out here. Even putting bathers at the beach at risk. They don't want to have anything to eat or drink, so four or five hours later, they come into the first aid stations to be treated because they're dehydrated. The scorching sun also created prime conditions this week for ground-level ozone when pollutants chemically react in the sunlight. A growing list of cities recorded their worst air quality ever this summer. Anybody who is outside doing physical activity can experience more coughing, more irritation, but it's especially dangerous for people who are already predisposed to asthma, to heart problems, to lung problems. Though cancellations may have gotten better, many returning from July 4th vacations still face frustration at major airports. On Thursday, one in five departing flights delayed at Houston and Denver airports. At New York's JFK, one in 10 flights delayed. Just another reason to pack your patience as the summer season heats up. And guys, some good news on the travel front. Despite a record number of people getting behind the wheel for the July 4th holiday, gas prices have actually been improving. The national average for a gallon of gas sits at $3.53 today. That's two cents cheaper than last month and more than a dollar lower this time last year. Craig. All right. Some good news. Emily Aketa Force there in New Jersey. Emily, thank you. Dylan is tracking this heat as we head into the weekend. She's in for Al this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, like a broken record. You can feel the heat and the humidity out there. Although in the Northeast today, it's going to be just a little bit better. Not quite as humid, not quite as hot, but we're still going to feel like we're up into the 90s in Bangor, Maine. Boston will feel like 91. Same in New York City. D.C. feels hot at 95 degrees. So stay hydrated. Limit your time outdoors in that middle part of the day. Although we are going to see much more comfortable temperatures out in Buffalo, a high of 79 degrees today. Down south, the heat continues. It feels like we are well up into the triple digits all along the Gulf Coast. We had some scattered record high temperatures yesterday down through Florida, and we'll likely see those warm temps again as well this afternoon. Now, we do still have these storm systems once again in the same areas this time yesterday morning approaching Oklahoma City. Lots of cloud to ground lightning and the chance of severe storms all the way from Wyoming stretching eastward into western Kentucky and western Tennessee, we could see wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour. We could also see large damaging uh, winds along with that large damaging hail, too. And then on Sunday, we're going to see this threat move to the East Coast. So from Maryland and Delaware, right down into Georgia, stretching back uh, through Mississippi and Alabama, that's where we could see our biggest threat of strong storms going into this weekend. Chanel. Don't thank you. We'll check back in for your full forecasts in a few minutes. The Newark Fire Department is in mourning today. Two firefighters died in the line of duty 
Augusto Cabo and Wayne Brooks Jr. were both killed battling a cargo ship fire Wednesday night at Port Newark. Black bunting, as you can see there, uh, now hanging from both firehouses where Cabo and Brooks were stationed. Officials say the fire started after several cars on the cargo ship became engulfed in flames somehow. The exact cause of that fire is still under investigation. Let's turn now to Washington, where we are learning several new details about the investigation into who brought a small bag of cocaine inside the White House. NBC senior White House correspondent Kelly O'Donnell has the latest. Kelly, good morning. Good morning, Chanel. We have more specific information about where the small packet of cocaine was found, and it's near a well-traveled and highly secure part of the West Wing. The big question remains, can the investigation determine who brought the illegal substance into the White House? A new turn in the White House cocaine mystery, a more precise location of where the drug was found. This is the secure ground entrance on West Executive Avenue, often used by the president, senior officials, staff and some visitors. Sources familiar with the investigation say the small plastic baggie of cocaine was found in a storage cubby just past those doors on Sunday night a short distance from the tightly secured situation room. Where this was discovered uh, is a heavily traveled area where many White House, uh, West Wing, I should be even more specific, uh, West Wing visitors uh, come through uh, this particular area. Catching the culprit, now considered unlikely. Officials say some forensic testing has been done and the sample remains at a federal lab for additional efforts to find evidence. But sources familiar with the probe bluntly said after days of work, they do not expect to have enough to identify the individual. And by Monday, the investigation could be wrapped up. The White House has emphasized that tours are common and occurred three straight days before the cocaine was found Sunday night. They happened on Friday, they happened on Saturday uh, and Sunday. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton sent the Secret Service director a letter demanding answers and asking... How often has the Secret Service encountered illegal drugs at the White House complex? Sources say the Secret Service has no record of illegal drugs being found at the White House in recent memory. We expect to learn more about the forensic test results and the extent of sophisticated testing investigators are using in the next few days. Lawmakers are asking broader questions now about screening procedures, taking this incident beyond finding just one individual to scrutiny of the bigger picture of White House security protocols. Chanel. All right, Kelly, thank you. Now to an NBC News exclusive secret talks between former U.S. government officials and Russian figures, including President Vladimir Putin's top diplomat. Sources telling NBC they are designed to lay the groundwork for a future peace deal to end the war in Ukraine. NBC's Josh Letterman joins us now from London with more on this exclusive reporting. So, Josh, at this point, what do we know? Well, hey, Craig, good morning. Current and former U.S. officials say that this back channel includes a private meeting that Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, held in April while he was briefly in New York. On the American side, there are several former White House and State Department staffers who have deep experience with Russia. Other talks have involved influential Russian academics and foreign policy experts. And we are told that at least one former U.S. official has actually traveled to Russia to discuss Ukraine. Now, this track two diplomacy, as it's called, is 
is not a substitute for real peace talks, but it is aimed at helping end the war. It's an informal way for both sides to explore compromises on the toughest issues. For example, what will happen to those Russian-held territories that Ukraine, frankly, may never be able to liberate? Now, the White House is not directing these talks, but does know about them. Sources tell us that the Americans briefed the National Security Council about that meeting with Lavrov. And the Ukrainian government, they are now pushing back, saying that Ukraine's fate cannot be decided without Ukraine, Craig. So there's the diplomatic, uh, the possibility of perhaps a diplomatic solution. Let's talk about the war itself uh, while we have you. You're tracking yet another major way that the U.S. could have an impact on the battlefield. What more can you tell us about that, Josh? Yeah, that's right, Craig. Officials say that the Biden administration is leaning toward giving Ukraine cluster bombs to use against Russian forces. Now, these are warheads that disperse smaller bombs over a wider area and so that they can destroy multiple targets at once. But many countries ban them, and some human rights groups have raised serious concerns because they are so indiscriminate that they sometimes injure or kill innocent civilians. We are told that an announcement could come imminently. Craig? Josh Letterman Force there in London. Josh, thank you. Meantime, there are more questions this morning about the whereabouts of the military leader accused of trying to wage a rebellion in Russia. And overnight, NBC News was given rare access to what was intended to be a home base for his mercenary group inside neighboring Belarus. But for now, it remains empty. Our chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, is there live this morning. Keir, good morning. Chanel, good morning to you. And this is that uh, Belarus base where Yevgeny Pogozhin's Wagner fighters were supposed to be uh, redeployed. But once again with Russia, things seem to be turning upside down. Take a look through the fence there and you can see makeshift military uh, tents. But the Belarusian authorities brought us here to show us, they say, there's no Wagner and no Pogozhin. This morning, the mercenary leader, whose mutiny, according to President Putin, came close to causing a civil war in Russia, is apparently back in Russia. Russian state television, which once lauded Yevgeny Pogozhin and his Wagner fighters as frontline heroes in Ukraine, now branding him a traitor, detailing his criminal past and airing video that's said to show his privileged children partying. The images, including these unverified photos from a police raid at his St. Petersburg home, show a life of luxury, fake passports and a collection of wigs. The apparent drive to discredit him comes as Belarus, which had initially offered him exile, is now distancing itself. These images, released by the Associated Press, appear to show a camp being built at a former military base here. The suggestion the camp would be used to house Prigozhin's Wagner fighters. This morning, we drove to the former base. NBC News joining a small number of news organizations shown around. There are no Wagner here. Wagner could come here, the general major from the Ministry of Defense told me, but they are not here now. It seems like the plans keep changing. Your U.S. military, he says, our strength is to act in a changing environment. These empty tents, they insist, are for local forces. There are enough of these makeshift wooden beds for 5,000 troops, Belarus officials tell us, but Wagner may never be here. Belarus's autocratic leader, an ally of President Putin, telling us Prigozhin is now a free man and in Russia. And all is forgiven, is that what we're saying? 
Putin told us directly about that. His money, his belongings, and so on were returned to him, and his weapons, I think. I think. I know this is the case. Everything was returned to him. But since the mutiny, President Putin has avoided even saying Prigozhin's name. Long term, the two men in the same country might be an uncomfortable compromise. And get this, Chanel. President Lukashenko told us on the day of that mutiny, there were seven Russian military planes here ready to transport troops to Moscow to defend that city. The plans changed. Now they appear to have changed again. What does that tell us? For President Putin, the implications of that day remain unresolved. Chanel. All right, Kier, thank you. Let's take a turn now uh, and take a look at some of the big numbers that could be in play this weekend. Not talking about the temperatures anymore, talking about the jackpots. The Powerball now up to $590 million. And that's not the only drawing that's got a lot of folks dreaming. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is more. So, Jesse, how are the odds looking, buddy? I don't know, Craig. Well, we'll find out. I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm not going to be that optimistic okay. for the moment because we'll talk about the odds in a second. Uh, but I do think someone's got to win because we are way overdue. April was the last time we had a jackpot, jackpot winner for either the Mega Millions or the Powerball. And look at what we're dealing with right now. Mega Millions, if you want to play tonight's drawing, $427 million up for grabs. And if you want to go even bigger, wait till Saturday, wait till tomorrow night. Powerball, an estimated jackpot of $590 million. And all you need to play the Powerball are two of these guys right here, $2. And you don't even need to pick the numbers, Craig. They can do it for you. Mm, Okay, so let's say you want to buy a ticket. What are the chances? Do I want to know the chances? Let's talk about it. What are the chances one of them actually wins? Yeah. Yeah, they're really not that great, Chanel. We're talking about less than one in 292 uh, million odds. The odds are less than one in 292 million. For perspective, the National Weather Service says you are about 250 times more likely to be struck by lightning in a given year. Uh, the Florida Museum says you are almost 80 times more likely to be bitten by a shark. But someone has to win, right? Hopefully it could be you. And if you win, you're probably going to want to take some advice from experts, possibly stay anonymous if you can, depending on the state where you play. You might even want to change your phone number to preserve your privacy and you want to get some financial and legal advice. However, some people like to splurge. And if you want to spend all of the jackpot money. First, you're going to have to wait because you need to take the money over about 30 years to do that. If you want to spend all the money, our, our team crunched the numbers. Here we go. We have a couple options for you. You could get almost uh, roughly 400 houses in Maui. Okay. That sounds pretty good. You could get uh, more than 15,000 pickup trucks. Maybe okay. you drive sure, the pickup trucks love. to your house in Maui. Or uh, here's something for the coffee lovers out there. You could get over 100 million venti caramel macchiatos. But I don't have that kind of money yet. So for now, guys, I'm just going to stick to some you good old-fashioned water. Go. Have water. Cheers. Have a good week. I love how we Hopefully always dream. Like, Jesse, thank you, Jesse. If you win, are you coming back on Monday? We're going to see you? <laughs> Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I might fly in on my private jet, but I'll be there. <laughs> Jesse Kirschforce there in Chicago. I'd come back. Opening his water. Would you? Wouldn't say a word. I'd just keep smiling. You just keep smiling? <laughs> my smile would just, it would just be... 
Word anyway, would get out. Yeah. Chanel, All right, let's. Chanel would get some air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. Long story. All right, Ms. Dreyer. All right, you need the AC, you need it all uh, out there. It is hot all across the country, not just hot, but humid. That makes it so uncomfortable and also sets the stage for some severe storms when you have that approaching frontal system, kind of in the same spot we saw yesterday. So through the southern plains, we will have that chance of large hail and damaging winds, also very hot and humid with pop-up storms along the Gulf Coast down through Florida. In the interior northeast this afternoon, we could see some of those stronger storms with heavier downpours, too. Out west looks good along the coast of California, but it's hot in the Pacific Northwest once again in the 80s and 90s. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, thank you. Coming up, it is a battle of the billionaires over the newest social media app, Threads. Miguel Almaguer is following this one for us. Good morning. It's a fight over whether you'll tweet or thread, but we'll tell you why the battle of the billionaires could also end up in court. We'll have details coming up. Plus, new details about the company behind the doomed Titan sub and the new questions about possible warning signs long before its final voyage. But first, this is Today on NBC. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed rather than me like speaking about it um, i thought i would just show you Back now, 7.30. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023. Weekend today, anchor Peter Alexander joins us as Savannah and Hoda are off this week. Folks, that was Taylor Swift in Nashville. This was back in May when she first revealed on stage that she would be releasing her re-recording of Speak Now on July 7th. Well, that day is here, and Swifties... Rejoice. I bet they are excited. Yeah, we have much more on that coming up in Popstar. I'll All be right. today's anti-hero, but Enchanted, that's the song she's been playing on the Eras Tour from back in the day, right? Oh, I, I like your Swifties. I'm I impressed. Up, I studied up my Swifties knowledge. I'm impressed, Peter. I like that. We'll get to that in just a moment, but right now we turn to a, a social media showdown involving two of the richest people in the world. Mm. Mark Zuckerberg's new app, Threads, it launched Wednesday night and already has 30 million followers. It's a direct competitor to Twitter. 
And that company's CEO, Elon Musk, is now threatening to sue. Mm. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer has more now on this, I guess, really battle of the billionaires. Miguel, good morning. Yeah, that's right, Craig. Good morning. Zuckerberg's company, Meta, has tapped into Instagram's 2 billion user base to quickly grow their latest app, Threads. But it's really the growing rivalry between the two tech titans, Musk and Zuckerberg, that has everyone watching to see how their fight for digital supremacy plays out. Meta's new app, Threads, has two of the most powerful tech giants in the world facing off. It's a battle for the digital age. It's uh, really a battle for the 21st century. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg boasting Threads had 30 million signups in the platform's first 24 hours. And now there's word Twitter CEO Elon Musk is threatening to sue the rival platform. Musk tweeting, competition is fine, cheating is not. Meta denying any wrongdoing. The potential legal move showcasing a long-standing rivalry between the company's billionaire owners. It's a rivalry that goes back uh, many years. Uh, we have seen signs of this tension brewing uh, before, but it's taken to a new level now. Reaction to the new app has been mixed. Threats is amazing. Like everybody needs to get on it because it's better than Twitter. Threads is fundamentally flawed as a social media app. Some users complain about a lack of features like no direct messaging. Others are worried about privacy concerns. The Instagram and Thread apps are linked, so it's easy to sign up and gain a following. But some are frustrated you can't delete your Thread account without also deleting Instagram, something Meta says they're looking into. Zuckerberg acknowledging it will take some time to work out the kinks, while still poking at Twitter for not yet reaching a billion users. This is a kind of an epic uh, brawl. What we have now is kind of an eruption of that uh, kind of ego and bravado and kind of willingness to kind of spar in the public uh, that is uh, in incredibly rare. Insiders tell us the rivalry between Mark Zuckerberg and Musk goes back many years over the use of artificial intelligence and Zuckerberg's negative comments over the explosion of a SpaceX rocket. Guys. All right, Miguel Amelgar for us. Miguel, thank you. Quick and easy to do. Uh -huh. A lot of people already doing it. Now to new developments in that investigation into that Doom Titan sub that imploded last month. The company behind it is now suspending operations as there is new scrutiny about the sub itself. Ann Thompson is here with the latest on that. Ann, good morning. Good morning. The search for Ocean Gate's Titan submersible and the five people aboard captivated the world. Now, with an investigation into what may have caused that implosion ongoing, the company's very future is in question. Titan topside, you are out at 130 meters. Nearly three weeks after the Titan submersible began its ill-fated dive to the Titanic shipwreck, this morning, the company that operated the vessel says it has suspended all exploration and commercial operations. Beyond Titanic, OceanGate had plans to take paying passengers aboard Titan to explore the Bahamas and Portugal's Azores archipelago next year. But now, last month's dive, which led to the death of five people, including the company's CEO, Stockton Rush, may be its last. The announcement comes amid international investigations and increased scrutiny of possible warning signs that may have been ignored. I've broken some rules to make this. 
In a BBC documentary film last year, Rush did not appear concerned when he was told about a noise heard on a pass dive. The U.S. Coast Guard and the Transportation Safety Board of Canada are both examining debris found on the seafloor, including a voyage data recorder. U.S. investigators are currently analyzing what they believe are human remains recovered within the wreckage, all to determine what may have caused the deep-sea catastrophe. Experts have been critical of the different materials used in Titan's construction, in particular two titanium end caps joined by a carbon fiber hull. Video posted in 2017 shows the Ocean Gate team bonding the pieces together with a type of glue. The glue is very thick, so it's not like Elmer's glue. It's like uh, peanut butter. Meanwhile, members of the deep sea exploration community, including film director James Cameron, have speculated even before Titan's crew lost communication that Rush may have attempted to abort the dive and resurface. I believe now that they had some warning, that they heard some acoustic signature of the, the hull beginning to delaminate. And of course, right now, exactly what happened inside that vessel remains a big mystery. But the Transportation Safety Board of Canada says it is going to take them weeks to review all the information they've received from interviews, as well as the vessel's data recorder. And they may still need to gather more information. So it looks like it's going to be a while before we get some answers. And before I go, we should mention that we reached out to OceanGate for further comment but we have not yet heard back. All right, and so many questions yeah. still, of course. Thanks, All right, thank you. All right, coming up, new questions about a missing persons case closed after eight years. Why the mystery of what really happened is far from solved. But first, we're visiting our national parks today. Gotti Schwartz is going to open our eyes to some incredible places that you might not know about. Gotti? Yeah, and if you're heading out for the great outdoors, the last thing you want is to end up in a traffic jam, even if it is in paradise. Coming up, we've got some tips and some tricks on how to love our great national parks. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. I'm a national park buff, Josh. I didn't know that about you, sir, but I'm certainly not surprised. Why is that? You're... Quite a nerd, Mr. President. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> we are back. Uh, President Bartlett there. Josh Lyman there. Classic scene from the West Wing because this morning 
We're taking a closer look at our national parks. How much do we like Bradley Whitford, too, (laughs) by the way, right there? National parks have been a part of American culture for more than 150 years. Ever since the first park, do you know which one? Yellowstone, Ah. established in 1872. And with summer in full swing, many Americans are looking to visit these national and natural treasures. NBC's Gotti Schwartz is our park ranger for the day. Gotti, good morning. (laughs) Where's your hat? Yeah, first... Yeah, I, I, I forgot my hat at home, but I, before we get into that, imagine you pack up your car with a tent and your kids and you're dreaming about those big open spaces, that fresh mountain air, and then you end up in a four-hour line of cars in the middle of our pristine forests. Here's how to make sure it doesn't happen to you. When we think of our national parks, we often picture majestic peaks, spectacular wildlife, and iconic natural wonders. But over the last decade, national parks have seen a steady increase in visitors. When you get here, expect to encounter a lot of other people. This year is the first year overall park attendance is back to pre-pandemic levels, well over 300 million visitors. So things can get kind of crowded. And though there are 424 national parks, more than a quarter of those visitors are flooding the top eight, more than 80 million people. That can mean up to a four-hour wait just to get into parks like Yosemite. And without a reservation, you can't drive into some parks at all. One great way to avoid crowds are to go early or come late in the day or in the season. National parks are amazing to visit in the fall and in the spring. So maybe hold off on that trip until October. Or consider parks less traveled. If you really want to see geysers and mud pots like you would in Yellowstone, Lassen Volcanic in California is a great alternative. If you want to see bison, you might check out Theodore Roosevelt in North Dakota. If you're looking for iconic mountains like you might see at Grand Teton, we'd encourage someone to visit North Cascades National Park or Black Canyon of the Gunnison in Colorado. If you can't avoid the rush, there are still ways to get the most out of your visit. First, plan ahead. Make sure you have a reservation where you need one, either for a place to stay or to get into attractions that are most important to you. Use a National Park Service app. It's an interactive map, a pocket tour guide, has accessibility information, and more. And for your safety, remember, the parks are wild. It's important to respect them. Don't go off trail or approach the animals. Seeing bison or wolves or bears can be some of the most amazing and memorable moments from a visit, but make sure to respect wildlife. They are wild. They're wild animals. Keep your distance. You can also think outside of the box. Only about a third of parks are natural preserves. The rest are recreation, historical, or cultural parks. There are 12 in New York City alone. So consider parks like Selma to Montgomery and learning about the struggle for voting rights for black Americans or Gettysburg National Battlefield in Pennsylvania or Chaco Culture National Historical Park in New Mexico where you can visit indigenous ruins. So whether it's an iconic park or a park less familiar... There is something for everyone. And Ranger Jenny there definitely wanted us to emphasize, do not pet the furry cows. As she said, those seeing a a bison or a wolf or or a bear up close can be an incredible experience. But look, do not touch. It should go without saying they are wild animals. But we've already seen way too many humans getting way too close. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's a good idea, though. There's so many great things in our own backyard. Those are some of my best memories of childhood. I went to summer camp, Sky Lake Yosemite camp, just outside Yosemite, going to the national parks. That stuff's going to stick with me for life. And I know you've done Acadia. We did Acadia. It's absolutely beautiful. In fact, I did it with Dylan Dreyer. Remember that, Dylan? (laughs) 
in case you were confusing me with another Dylan <laughs> on the show. With that other Dylan. <laughs> so thanks for that. We rode a tandem bicycle it was and fun. immediately fell into a ditch. We did. So it was fantastic. I think that went well. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful, though. The scenery was fantastic. Uh, we do have some storms to talk about leading up to the weekend. We are going to see some of these spotty showers and thunderstorms up across Ohio on Saturday, especially in the afternoon and evening, scattered along uh, the southeast, too, through the Carolinas up into Virginia. And then as we go into Sunday, we have a better chance of seeing more widespread rain all up and down the East Coast from the Mid-Atlantic into New England, where we could see some possibly strong storms. Now, you know how humid it is outside, and that air holds a lot of moisture. So when it does rain, we could end up with torrential downpours, perhaps rainfall rates of about one to two inches per hour. Through the weekend, we are looking at several inches of rain through Oklahoma, down through uh, Alabama into Mississippi and in the Northeast. Some areas, especially upstate New York into Vermont, Western uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut, could end up with at least four inches of rain. And that's your latest forecast. All right. Thank you, Dylan Shire. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs> it could be your next dream home. Four bedrooms, no lawn mowing, no sink fixing. We are going to tell you where some people are embracing the build to rent trend. Ed and Popstar, don't worry about a thing. We're going to take the first look at a brand new biopic about reggae legend Bob Marley. It's right after this. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. 